Welcome to the CFC Jacks Midweek Podcast, where we discuss topics related to becoming a fully devoted, spirit-empowered Christ follower. We hope that wherever you are today, you'll be encouraged by the truths discussed in this podcast. Good morning. Welcome to Q&A. So glad that you decided to join us this morning. So if you have questions from today's sermon, we would invite you to text them in. So you'll see there's a number up on the screen, and that's your opportunity to text them in. So you can have them answered this morning. Um, I Attempted to be answered. <laughs> um, I'm so grateful for the book of James and the opportunity for us to study this because it is a reality that we will experience hardship. Yeah. Yeah. And this is just uh, week one in what will be just a fantastic review of what we need to know in this situation, this situation, this situation. That's why I tried to run us through chapter one just to go, there's so much simple, direct, not not simple in the sense that it's so basic, but it's clear. Mm-hmm, very clear. Uh, and so re- really grateful because life, as you say, is hard. Mm-hmm. And your list would have been different than mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in the same way, it, though it's a different uh, friend, <laughs> it leads to the same result. So I'm really grateful. Mm. Absolutely. So a couple of questions here. We'll go ahead and get started. Um, Is it true God gives trials to those who can handle it, so therefore they have greater faith? Is it true that God gives greater trials to those he knows can handle it? Well, there's a couple of... uh, First couple of thoughts here. Uh, number one, I don't want to confuse uh, what's being said there with 1 Corinthians 10.13 that mm-hmm. says, no temptation has overtaken you, but such as is common to man and God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you're able. What we'll see next uh, in two weeks is that James makes a clear distinction between trials and temptation. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's not – and 1 Corinthians 10, 13 is about temptation, not about trials. So I wouldn't want to take a verse about temptation and import it into trials. Right. Now, so first thought. The second thought is, does he know we can handle them? Now, he knows that he will be faithful in all of them. So it's not a matter of I can handle them. It's a matter of he will be faithful in all of them, and therefore, will I have faith present, Mm -hmm. not absent, but faith present in that so that I experience his sufficiency? So what I'm trying to do with that, Tracy, is make sure we put the emphasis on not my strength or my willingness to trust him, but his faithfulness. He will be faithful whether I trust him or not. Mm -hmm. When I trust him, I experience his faithfulness. When I don't trust him, I miss the opportunity to experience the faithfulness that Mm. he would have expressed. So um, so it's not a matter of he knows he is 
that we are going to trust him. It's a matter of he knows he will be faithful, and when we trust him, then our experience of that faithfulness will grow and our faith will increase. We'll have not more faith size, but faith more presence. Mm -hmm. Make sense? Yes. Okay. Yes, because he is still sovereign and faithful regardless of our actions. The, The testing, see, when I think of a test, a test simply reveals what I know. A test test doesn't make me progress. A test reveals where I am so that then I can uh, progress. Anytime there is uh, a a desire to move forward, I have to be willing to identify present reality. And a test, trials, hardship on our life often reveals the present reality of our faith so that our faith can prove can move forward, can be faith more because I Mm -hmm. recognize, wow, I've never had to or been required to trust the Lord in a situation like this. And oftentimes, we don't initially. I think oftentimes when I think about hard in my life, my first reaction is what I started with. God has forgotten me. God has abandoned me. This is my enemy. I need this out of my life. Mm -hmm. And then the building of, well, but no, (laughs) I know at core, the Lord has promised he'll be faithful. I don't want to run from this. I want to depend on him in this. Then I get my experience of his sufficiency. So Mm. uh, the testing reveals the present reality so that a new reality of dependence and provision can come. So I have a question about when you don't respond correctly or biblically to trials or hardships. Um, And it said, if not, if if we don't respond that way, how can I reverse things? Oh, Well, good news for you before you beat yourself up too much. Uh, None of us respond biblically uh, all the time, and many of us, what I just said, don't respond biblically at first. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, maybe maybe you do, Tracy, but I don't. Nope. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Uh, So what I do in those moments, uh, what the Lord always invites us to do, to say, Lord, you have declared that you'll be faithful. I change my mind that this is my enemy. I change my mind that you're against me. I change my mind that my life would be better about without this. And I agree with you that you are working for my good, and good often only comes through heart. So you're working for my good. And Lord, so this is, I consider joy. I give thanks. This is why we say so often here, the language of our faith is thankfulness. Yes, it's thanksgiving. Lord, I don't understand. I don't like it. It's hard. I prefer easy, but thank you because you are doing in me what would not happen apart from this heart. So uh, don't allow, sometimes sometimes failure and repeated failure that ought to bring us to repentance moves us even further away from repentance. We think, ah, I've blown it too many times, or God's tired of me failing. No, God is 
always, the scripture is always desiring repentance. That's why Martin Luther, if you're familiar with the name Martin Luther and his 95 thesis that he nailed to the Wittenberg door, he begins, number one, all of life is repentance. Hmm. And that's so much true for me. All of life is repentance. My repentance from going my own way or when I'm doing good, the pride that's so quick to just jump in and celebrate right. my doing good. So uh, when I'm doing badly, repentance. When I think I'm doing great, repentance. repentance. <laughs> <laughs> All of life is repentance. So not making light. If you have not been responding uh, biblically, if you've been angry, if you've been shaking your fist at God, if you've been bitter, uh, acknowledge, Lord, that's what's been true. He knows, but acknowledge it. And then embrace the truth that we've talked about this morning. Agree with him. And when you confess you are agreeing with him, change your mind. And agree with the truth that he has declared about the goodness of him, the Lord in all circumstances and his working all things together for good. So that's, uh, I hope that's helpful. I think I missed anything there in terms of how do, what do I do if I've not been responding biblically? No, I, I don't think so. And actually, another question that I come in is, what if your heart ended up driving you away from God instead of toward Him, which is what you walk through there, is that right. process of coming back? Yes. Yes. It. Um, th this is why I said it seems to me that that the text makes a statement that I am tempted to doubt that that hardship produces quitters, not endurers. <laughs> and so hardship sometimes does uh, produce initially people who walk away. Mm -hmm. But as you're listening, as this individual says, what if what if I've walked away? Is that what the question was? Uh, what if I've walked away? Um, what if your heart ended up driving you yeah. away from God? Mm -hmm. Okay. First of all, it didn't drive you away, and I'm not playing with semantics there. It didn't drive you away. It revealed the testing of your faith. Mm -hmm. It revealed your faith that you were not yet prepared to believe in the goodness of the Lord, the wisdom of the Lord in the midst of that hard. So it didn't drive you away. It revealed your faith was absent at that place in your life. And it was the Lord not being against you. It was the Lord wanting to show himself faithful to you in that place in your life. Mm. So uh, again, if if you have walked away because of that, he didn't drive it. If you've walked away, if you've been frustrated with the Lord and gone kind of AWOL with the Lord, come back. Come back and recognize in your coming back, you are not only now exercising faith, having it be present where it was once absent, you are also now more mature in your faith in the sense that you have not only experienced faith in the hard, you've experienced faith in your failure that the Lord, his mercies are new every morning, and that he faithfully invites you to return. See, this is why even in our failure, 
the testing of our faith that results in failure, the Lord can work together for good because I experience grace in ways that those who don't see that they've failed experience grace. See, if you don't feel like you fail much, you don't need much grace. Jesus told that story. Uh, well, he mm-hmm. told that in, in the interaction with the very religious man and uh, the prostitute. He said, she loves much because she's been forgiven much. When we recognize our f- deep failure, and I appreciate this question, when you recognize your deep failure, you will have a greater taste, a greater sweetness of the grace of the Lord than those who have not. That doesn't mean I need mm-hmm. to sin more. Right. <laughs> plenty of that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need to sin more. I need to recognize my sin more. Mm. And sometimes it's in utter failure, and other times it's in ugly pride. Mm-hmm. But in one way or another, there's always failure, which is why I go back to all of life is repentance. Mm. In these hard situations, it just makes you mention, I think, journaling yeah. um, during the service. So even writing down those hards, but hard situations but then also writing down the Lord's provision in those. Yeah. And that's something you can always go back to, to see his faithfulness. The circumstances may change, but that doesn't mean that it's still, but the Lord's has not changed, yeah. even though the circumstance may. As you say that, it makes me have this thought. It's it's because of what I believe the calling of the Lord on my life to be a teacher has forced me to look at the things that I listed on the screen, Mm. to look at those things from a biblical perspective. Uh, And if I wasn't forced to teach them, what have I thought about them that deeply and and seen the Lord so clearly in that? Maybe not. So... The value of journaling, of thinking about that's why I wanted really. I hope if you were watching online, or if you're listening now on a Monday and you were in service today, mm-hmm. um, that you won't let that list that I was grateful. Most people I saw heads down writing, uh, embraced, write down that and go back and literally work through. Specifically, how did that cause me to depend upon the Lord? And how did I experience the Lord in new ways in that? And your faith will be increased in that process. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And you never know then with that experience how the Lord can then use that through you and other people's lives. There's always that opportunity to then take what the Lord has taught you Mm -hmm. and to share that and encourage encourage other people with that. And... uh, when you talk about your experience of the Lord's sufficiency in your hard situation, then other people who are in a similar hard situation but haven't yet experienced the sufficiency of the Lord, they will. It gives them hope that mm-hmm. they will. That's the advantage of being down the road a bit, that you have stories that people uh, behind you don't have yet, so make sure you yeah, if you've thought through it, journaled through it, uh, and learned to verbalize it, you really can serve. Uh, as I think, um, the number of moms who have told me they're, and not in a weird way, uh, they're grateful for my story of being uh, in a broken home. 
because in their situation, they have such fear that the brokenness of their home is going to be the seal of failure and the seal of, of spiritual demise for their kids. And so it just gives them hope mm-hmm. that that has not been my journey. It doesn't have to be their kid's journey as well. So I think our stories really do matter. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. And you know, the statement, hardship produces what easy won't. Yeah. It's something as I was sitting there thinking about that, I'm like, this is completely counterintuitive to our yes. culture completely counterintuitive because it's ease of life is what everyone is searching for, but yet it's through the hardships yes. that yeah. endurance is produced. I, I know this sounds cheesy, but I can be cheesy. It's okay. <laughs> we'll just call it a dad joke. <laughs> I can be cheesy, but I think uh, I, it struck me as we closed the service on Thursday night. We sang the song, um, at the end, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Well, the, the joy of the Lord is my strength because uh, when I see him working in the midst of the hard, when tears fall and darkness isn't, when I see him working, that gives me strength that allows me to find joy in him. So I, I followed the song. And simply said, this will sound weird, but this will be true for all of us. We're going to have hardship this week. It might be minor. It might be major. And I got to, maybe this is shows some bad theology on my part, but I'm leading up the past month uh, studying this passage and knowing that we're going to have uh, another grandchild on the way, I was—I I had more than a couple times I thought, Lord, I do not need another real-life situation here with, mm. with a stillbirth, with a uh, something that I just didn't need another real-life situation. That's probably, but you know, sometimes uh, you get into the text and and. Real life happens in the midst of the text. So it may be minor, it might be major. But here's a here's a cheesy, but I think biblical thought. When we, I said to Thursday night, when you experience hardship this week, tell yourself, maybe say it out loud. Hello, friend. Yeah, because hardship is your friend. Hello, friend. Thank you, Lord. Because... In this, I am going to grow in ways that I just won't grow in easy. I never, I just, I rarely grow more than I have to grow. That's true. I'm just not like, oh, so the Lord brings hard because I run from it mm-hmm. <laughs> myself. Mm. So we have a question here. So today the pastor mentioned of joy in the heart. I've found joy when I see back after all we've been through. We can see the Lord's hand in every area of our life, but there are moments I still remember with tears, and that is really hard for me to find joy. Hmm. So I think more of the question is yeah. about that heart still ha- struggling to find joy in the heart. Uh, first of all, I don't think tears... If you're feeling bad about your tears, don't. Hmm. Sorrow, 
sorrow for that which is hard, often our sorrow is because we're experiencing life as God didn't intend life to ultimately be experienced. We're experiencing life in a sin-saturated, sin-shattered, sin-broken world. So I don't think that we should, I don't want us to get to a point where we think, oh, uh, hello, friend, joy of the Lord is my strength, consider it all joy, therefore I'm sinning when I have tears. No, those are hard situations. When I think back and I talk with my mom about some of the hardship growing up, she has tears, and I don't look, I understand those tears. There was genuine hard. Uh, And I don't see that as a lack of faith, a lack of faith at all. I just think that's a recognition. Hard is still hard. So I'm glad that was asked if anyone felt any sense of, I'm not allowed to mourn, I'm not allowed to experience sorrow, I'm not allowed to grieve uh, because of what I said this morning. Please don't hear me say that. Uh, We grieve and we believe. We we cry and we rejoice. There's a mixture of faith interacting with real life. They are grieving and believing. Absolutely. Yeah. And there will be those memories that come up that bring back tears. And, yeah. And that's part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, really appreciate all the questions this morning. Yes. Really appreciate you joining us this morning. Um, and just remember that hardship produces what easy won't. Yeah. So maybe there's an opportunity to say... Hello, friend. Yes. <laughs> um, this week, cheesy. Thanks for joining me in the cheese. <laughs> I hope you have a great week. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening to this episode of the CFC Jacks podcast. Be sure to watch as we release new teachings weekly, along with additional content during the week. If you'd like more information about our church, please visit us at www.cfcjacks.com. Thanks for listening.